boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Here's Simone Fisher. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Greyhounds. Trent Mason Hutter with you as I am each and every Saturday. Joining me is the star of the show, Simone Fisher. And Simone, a week out from the Nationals. Uh, it's an exciting time in the world of greyhound racing. It sure is, Trent. And what about the races leading up to the Nationals as well and the trials? It's been a terrific couple of weeks, really. Um, very exciting. So all will be revealed in less than a week's time. Yeah, we've got uh, the Nationals on Friday night. Can't wait for that. But we've got the Snow Queen at the Meadows tonight. Before we get there, though, we've got to get through this show. Who's on today's show? Today I'll be talking to trainer of um, one of the Snow Queen finalists, Robert Neocleus, about his chances with Neo Cleo, and also Michelle Malliamagri about the chances of Zoom Out in the Shepherd and Cup tonight. Uh, and headlining our news, the Shepherd and Cup heats will run on Monday night. Gee, there were some amazing fields. There were, and um, that race of uphill Jill, elevated and raw ability, I mean, that in itself was just it's like a country cup final. Yeah, wasn't it? Was, yeah, it was. So the seven winners in the fastest seconds have made it through to the final tonight, $47,000 to the winner there. Uh, this weekend, we also see the running of the 145th Waterloo Cup at Lang Lang. So that's for the coursing. Other events include the Waterloo Plate and Waterloo Purse. And the winner of the cup will receive almost $13,000 as a first prize. There's other bonuses of Vic Bread Greys as well. So, I mean, that's a lot of money for coursing that used to just be, you know, probably a tin cup if you were lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the courses will be conducted over two days and I think the winner will be a very well-deserved one at the end of the weekend. So there's over $25,000 to be paid out over that weekend. That's fantastic stake money. When you consider a few years ago coursing, you know, there's been a an army of coursing supporters that have rallied to keep this sport alive. Um, and it's seen a resurgence. And I think a lot to do is to do with the, the lures and things yep. now and um, finding other ways to get greyhounds to chase that little bit harder. We speak about strong country fields. We've got the Shepparton Cup final tonight, which is a cracker. But at uh, Warrigal on Sunday, their St. Ledger final was uh, an absolute ripper, uh, loaded with quality, and the winner looks very smart. Oh, he does. Aston Cometo for Sh- Shona Thompson. This is a dog of mine that um, it was a dog to follow just a few weeks ago and uh, I think we'll be following him for a long time. He's now had six starts for five wins and a third. Not the quickest away, but it's the way he comes home and he's got the, the race smarts as well. Um, yep. for a young pup. Yeah, keep an eye on Aston Cometo, that is for sure. I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about Aston Cometo. The Snow Queen final tonight at the Meadows looks to be a ripper. It does. So all lady handlers, um, not necessarily greyhounds trained by ladies, but all lady handlers. And this is to con- uh, coincide with the Meadows annual girls' night out. So there's lots of things happening there tonight. Neo Cleo will start the favourite after a top run in its heat last Saturday night, it jumps from the red. And I just wanted to make a mention, Trent, I don't know if you saw the race on Wednesday, 700-metre race at the Meadows, Lavushka um, from the red absolutely flew away. It was about nine lengths in front down the back coming down the home straight. And um, suddenly it just went amiss. And the Greyhound had a seizure just before the winning post. And I just wanted to report that the Greyhound is okay. And I have spoken to a trainer, Ray Hennis, and of course he's very concerned and he said this Greyhound's very talented. So it's very disappointing, but he's going to be doing everything he can to make sure that the Greyhound is in tip-top shape when she races. Yeah, well, she was certainly going to win. She was a mile in front. That was race four at the Meadows midweek. All right, uh, we're heading up towards the Nationals, as I mentioned, on Friday night. I'll give you the market shortly. But there's been some pretty hot trials in the lead-up to the uh, final on Friday night. <laughs> sure has. 
And tornado tears, we just can't say anything. Oh, he's a freak. We need a new he's di- just a freak. He is. We need a new dictionary of yeah. superlatives, don't we? Um, he has blown everyone away with that 29-26 run over the sprint. I mean, what stayer does that, yeah. Trent? <laughs> and he holds the fastest times over the for the Speedstar Series coming up over the 5.95 and the 7.15. We thought, thought Fanta Bale was, you know, just a freak because she could run over three distances at group one level. But look at this, Graham, my goodness. Um, so he heads a leaderboard across the speed star, but Poco Dorado ran a very handy 41.79 over the 7.15. West on Augie, Skywave and Buckle Up Rose ran in the high 29s and no doubt they'll find a few lengths going into the final next week. There's a few South Australian dogs trialling this morning and a couple tomorrow uh, between races as well and... Um, Next week, it'll be the big lead-up. Yeah, and I believe Morris Minor uh, went pretty sharply as well in uh, Brisbane, so uh, keep an eye on Morris Minor. I reckon he's going to be pretty competitive in the final. All right, let's have a look at the uh, markets for those two finals on Friday night. The distance final first race six. No surprise, Tornado Tears, the superstar at $1.60 from box two. Poco Dorado, $4.60. Rip and Sam off the red, four eighty. Double G, $7.00. Moment to Jive, 17. Diner Chance at 26. Hot Tip, who's a reserve at 51. Rockstar Patriot, the other reserve, 81. And the two unwanted are at 151. Velocity Lily and Windburn Lucifer. And we go to the sprint final. Heading the market is Big Flood and Skywave. $3 each of two. Big Flood uh, from the check. West on Augie's $4.80 from the West. 10 Poke the Bear, the second reserve in the market at $6. Probably won't get a run. Three Hasten Slowly is going very well at $8.50. So is Morris Minor, who I just mentioned. Canley Kenny at 10 Shadale at 15 just keeps running big races. Lila Bale, the first reserve at 26 And Buckle Up Rose, the outsider at 34 They are two outstanding finals. Oh, they sure are. And even the interstate chases are ones that may be huge odds at the moment. The fact that they have won their respective state heat and finals and they've made it over here it just this is what the nationals is about and there have been times where there's been an upset yeah, absolutely and, and it's always it's good um you know i wouldn't be complaining if i had a dog starting at 100 yeah. to 1 but he was in the nationals and it just just the thrill of being in, in it and uh the yep. week leading up i think it's yeah all part of it and luck in running as we know so uh, vital in greyhound racing anything can happen so we watch with interest on friday night just to finish uh, our news some uh, news coming out of greyhounds australasia they have released some national rule changes that will take place next week on August the 22nd. Uh, they're to do with the prohibited substances and out-of-competition testing, uh, restrictions of treatments prior to racing, treat book requirements, etc. There's quite a lot there. All that information can be found on the GRV website. It's um, just too much to go through and a bit confusing. You really do need to sit and read it. But it's all about keeping our greyhounds, those withholding periods, it can vary in greyhounds as well, ever, ever so important that... Um, Trainers don't give their greyhound something and inadvertently they get a, a positive swab when they've taken all the precautions. At least if they're informed, they can make another judgment. You're listening to Talking Greyhounds here on RSN 927. Let's go have a chat to Robert Neocles. What's making news around the kennels? And a big night of racing tonight at the Meadows and uh, one of the headline races is the Snow Queen final. And joining me now is trainer Robert Neocleus who trains Neo Cleo jumping from the red and uh, the very likely favourite. Good morning, Robert. Uh, good morning, Simone. Uh, Neo Cleo, gee, she was impressive last week over the 5.25. Yeah, she was. He, um, she uh, She's more of a 600-metre uh, dog. She's uh, showed me, but... Um, She's outgraded now in the city for a 600-metre race. They don't have many on, so I dropped her back to the 500 and um, 
she uh, done everything right, yeah, so it was great. It was great. I was going to say to you, she's been racing in very consistent form, terrific form over those middle distances. She's had a few starts over the 700s as well, but coming back to that 5.25, um, maybe not the speed of some of the others generally over the shorter trip, but, gee, she got away to a great start. Yes, she did, yeah. she. Um, the red helped her because uh, um, oh, tonight there's uh, a fair bit of speed in the race. I think quite a few of them are running the 5.0-somethings and uh, she only ran 5.19 last week. Uh, so uh, she's going to have to sort of come out with them and hold her hold the place on the rails. And if she's uh, within a couple of lengths of whoever's in front of her, um, I'll be very happy because so, she's very strong, as you know. Do you think that perhaps having her over those middle distances and she's been able to find the lead very easily with the, the slower beginners around her has given her a lot of confidence? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think she's like a lot of greyhounds. If she's on, actually can find the lure early, she uh, shows her the best and um, uh, it does give her a bit more confidence because she can uh, begin virtually all the 600s that she's got. She's um, come out really good and uh, been up in the first two or three out of the boxes. So, uh, but over the 500, it's uh, a little bit different because of a lot of them are speed dogs um, and uh, she just uh, needs to hold her own and get a clear run around the first turn and I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm sure you will be. Well, that run prior to last week where she jumped from box three um, in a 600-metre race there, a 34-17, I mean, that's a... A terrific time. Um, that just goes to show how well she is racing. Yes, I think it was only four lengths off Donna Double One's uh, track record there, um, which didn't surprise me because uh, right for her whole career as a young dog, I broke her in, and uh, she was uh, has always showed me she's uh, something special. And some of the times she has uh, trialled around different tracks, and that um, has been unbelievable. The 5.95 at Sandown, she's run a, a 33.94 there and flew around Terrelgan over the 6.65 and the 5.95 as well. Um, and she comes from a great litter. You've been having a lot of fun with these, haven't you? Yes, there's only five in the litter and I think uh, four of them were one uh, in town over on the uh, Thursday night or the uh, Saturday night in, in town, which is uh, very rare for someone to have a litter of only five and um, uh, they're all going uh, tremendously well. So um, one of them went over the five hundred, uh, the five ninety five at Trelgan on uh, Thursday night. Uh, so he's in the final as well. So yeah, no, they're all holding their own. They're all got uh, there's two or three in the litter, which has got a little bit above average, and the other ones just hold their own. Well, I, I think I recall too is a couple of months ago you had four winners at Trelgan one night, and I, I think they were all this litter, weren't they? They were, yes, yep, the whole uh, four of them. I think I had uh, five in and um, uh, four of them won. It's outstanding. So tonight's race, um, $12,000 to the winner and a $2,400 bonus. And um, it it might all be coming your way, Robert. She really does look the good thing. Uh, Yeah, there's uh, there's not many good things in life, but... uh, (laughs) uh, A fast uh, dog's one of them. Yes, it is. Uh, she's got the ability, and uh, like uh, she just there's uh, seven other dogs in the in the race, and she just needs a bit of luck to the first turn. And um, if she can hold the lead at the first turn, I think uh, she'd be home. But um, I'd be very happy if she's within a couple of lengths of the leader going around the first turn. I think so. And nothing else broke thirty seconds last week in the heats. Um, even though some of them are quick, and like you mentioned, running the five oh eights, the five oh sevens early, just not as strong as her. So. 
Uh, look, she she looks a good thing. She's raced well at the Meadows this far. She's had two starts. She's had that win there, um, but she has raced over the, the 600 as well. So you're happy with everything that's transpired this week, Robert? Yeah, she's, uh, she's feeling good. She's um, I've had... Um had her checked out. She's kept it checked out uh, brilliantly. She's uh, feeling cocky in herself and as normal. And um, yeah, I'm expecting to do what she can do tonight. Now, there is one catch, though, isn't there? It's female handlers only tonight. Yes. <laughs> so what are your options? You put on a dress? <laughs> or uh, maybe your wife handles it? <laughs> as you know, my... Uh, by uh, hair, I could get away with uh, being a female, but um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, Jenny Gill from um, McMahon Kennel Handler last week, and I've been in contact with her, and she's down there again uh, tonight, and uh, she'll be handling her again, which is I'm very grateful for that. Oh, I bet you are, because yeah. she's been handling in, ha- uh, um, bringing home some, some good winners too that she's been handling lately for the McMahon Kennel. Um, she has, yes. Yeah, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, that's one of the conditions. And, um, yeah, so female handlers, which is um, good to see, uh, something different in the industry. Yeah, it is good. Mix it all up a little bit. And how many yeah. dogs have you got at home, Robert, that you try? Uh, I've only got uh, six in work. Uh, I've got the five out of that. Then I've got one out of the previous litter, McNeo, which um, he actually won uh, at Trogon last week in uh, 30-28 or something like that. So uh, he had box one and... Um, He's uh, incredible there, the red box. I think he's had 12 box ones in his career for 10 wins in two seconds. So uh, I've only got the six dogs in work, and um, they're all um, more than paying their way at the moment, which, touch wood, it's great. Yeah, well, you must be doing something right. All the best of luck tonight, Robert. We'll be looking out for Snow Queen in the... um, Looking out for Neo Cleo (laughs) in the Snow Queen. (laughs) All right, thanks very much, Simone. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. Good to catch up with Robert there, Simone. Time now for Fast Times. Well, there's been quite a few, Trent. I have had a bit of a cull, so um, no offence to anyone that hasn't <laughs> made it here on the list this morning, but um, there was quite a few this week. So I'll start with Johnny's Return, who ran a 1664 over the 300 at Heelsville for Ken Sweeney. Gallister Hook for Charlie Galear, won in 22.62 over the 3.95 at Terralgan. Charmed and Taken for Ashley Terry, a 22.28 over the 400 at Geelong. Notorious Mac over the 5.25 at the Meadows for Des Doucher and 29.79. Blue Shadows, a 29.46 for Angela Langton at Sandown over the 5.15. Big Sam Margin for David Jensen, a 25.57 at Warrigal over the 4.60. Fully loaded at Warrigal also, but over the 400, a 22.32 for Neville Wakefield. Black Impala, a 30 and 78 over the 5.45 at Ballarat for Glenn Dainton. And Aller Enchanted for Brooke Ennis, a 34.07 over the 5.95 at Sandown. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Probably could have gone for Tornado Tears again after that trial the other night, but uh, he doesn't qualify given it's a trial. So who's uh, who wins the run of the week this week? Simone? Don't worry, it crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> run of the week, but probably, yeah, not quite. Elevated in the heat of the Shepherd and Cup. I thought her run was outstanding. She used the red box to her advantage to run down uphill Jill and raw ability. So thought it was a great effort. It will be harder for her tonight, though, jumping from the middle of the... Boxes, box five, or box four, I should say, but um, just thought just thought it was a terrific run. All right, uh, so that's run of the week. Let's go and have a chat to Michelle Amelia Magri now, who's uh, looking to win tonight's Shepparton Cup. 
RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. And a big night of racing coming up at Shepparton tonight with the Shepparton Cup final and the likely favourite will be number eight Zoom Out and joining me now is her trainer Michelle Melliamagri. Good morning Michelle. Good morning Simone, how are you? Uh, I'm very well thanks. How's everything been this week with Zoom Out after her terrific heat, uh, win in the heat on Monday night? Yeah, sensational. She's pulled up super from the heats. Fingers crossed she can just pull the same thing out in the final and it'll be lovely. Well, she looks a clear leader on paper. I don't think there's anything else that um, can go quite as quick early or go with her. So that's really what she's got to do, isn't it? Just fly out, fly to the lead and, and stay there. Absolutely. She's got to... The thing is with the heat last week is there's a lot of dogs... A lot of the leaders didn't qualify. The dogs that come from behind have qualified. So there's going to be a lot of dogs coming at her in the finish. So she really needs to do what she did on Monday night and get out five lengths in front and run a race. And if she can run a sub-25, she'll be pretty hard to catch. You'd think so. And it was a top run in the heat, not only because she went best of the night and, and led all the way, but the fact that she'd resumed after a few months off of racing. Yeah, we had to give her some time off. We put her in the heat for the Bendigo Cup. She was just a tad underdone, but we thought we'd have a go. And I think when um, the dog caught her in the straight, she tried to find another gear and go with him and just strained a lot of muscles. She pulled up real tight from Bendigo. So we had to give her a bit of time off. But she has been trialling since then, sensational leading up to the Cup Heats. And she loves the track here too. Seven starts for seven wins. Yeah, she does. We need to turn every track into Shepherd and Lee. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think when you came up with Box 8? Oh, well, look, when she went past the post and she qualified, I, I just sat there and I was sitting on the couch by myself and I just said, we've just got to draw Box 8. And if she can come out the way she did tonight, she'll be right up there with a chance to win a well-deserved group race. She's been knocking on the door. She's been doing anything right her whole career. And Box 8 come up, and I was stoked, believe me. Uh, I bet you were. She ran second in the Laurels, going back um, to the end of last year, early this year. Uh, second in the Warnable Cup. And that was just one of those runs where she had a stronger dog too close behind her, wasn't it? Absolutely. Just beaten by a better dog. That's all Warnable was. She was. I always knew I was in trouble when um, Brett and Kelly's dog sat on a hammer and Strike a light. She's, she's just a very powerful bitch too. So it was always going to be a very close finish. If Zoom Out can run around a 6.42 again, she's clearly got lengths on um, her nearest rivals early. Um, and that 25.12, which was best of the night, she does have that PB of 24.92. Are you confident that um, if everything's right, that she can get back down around that PB now? Oh, absolutely. If the track's, if the track's 100% on Saturday night, which we have forecast some ordinary weather, but... If the track is 100% on Saturday night, she'll definitely run a sub-25. She's um, She really only had two trials leading in. She ran a 21.90 at Ballarat, and then she went there and ran a super trial over the 450. She ran a 25.25 in saying that the best was only, on the Monday, the best was only 25.97. So her lead-up was good, but she really needed that 400, another 400 under her belt. So she'll definitely be a lot better for it this week. And you're no stranger to winning a Shepherd and Cup either, Michelle. 2012. Gee, I can't believe <laughs> it's that. It's nice. This is what we work seven days a week for, Simone. Yeah. These big events. And when you've got dogs like this, it's just, it, it makes you want to bounce out of bed even harder in the morning. So it's good. But 2012, I can't believe it. It was six years ago Blackhall's boss took out the Shepherd and Cup. Um, where does that time go? Yeah, I know. I know. Makes me, it makes me feel a lot older. Like, yeah, me <laughs> too. Six years ago. Oh, I can't remember what I was doing six years ago, bar winning a Shepparton Cup. Yeah, no, it was... Um... He also won the Hobart 1000 that same year, so it was a good. that was a good year. But I think we'll have a lot of fun with this little girl as long as we can keep her on track and 
we made a few errors, probably between Warnable, we had a bit of time to kill and we thought we'd try and see if she could run the 500 out in the city and she ran it out, but she just yelled up a little bit and pulled up a bit sore from her last performance at the Meadows and that's what sort of set us back, getting a preparation spot on for the Bendigo Cup. Right, right. Oh, well, it sounds sounds and looks like it's spot on now for the Shepparton Cup, so let's hope tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, let's hope tonight all the stars align for you. Oh, absolutely. It'd be, be lovely. Yeah. Well, good luck, Michelle. Thanks a lot, Simone. Appreciate it. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. Good to have a chat to Michelle there, and we wish her all the best tonight in the Shepparton Cup final. Going to be a ripper. All right, Simone, last week's Dr. Follow was? Charlie Mack, who won at Horsham again uh, in 23.32 and paid $1.60. So he might have a bright future as well. And this week's Dr. Follow is never duplicated, trained by Calvin Greeno. He's had four starts for a win and a third. He won finally at his fourth start at Sandown over the 5.95. And his assistant to or brother, to Aston Cometo. Uh, not engaged anywhere at the moment, but um, a top run over that 5.95 trip at Sandown. Yeah, I like backing our dogs from the Cal Greeno stable. Uh, you got a best bet for us? Best bet, race five, number five tonight at Shepparton. Ebby Ripper, she's a class act over the 700s. Just needs a little bit of luck and perhaps a clearer run over the 6.50 there, but she really winds up in her races, and it's a really good, good field. Um, it's one of the features there on Cup Night. Always a busy time in greyhound racing. What's coming up over the next week? So the final of the Cranbourne Puppy Classic will be next Friday. The Waterloo Cup, of course, this weekend. The Nationals next Friday. Hillsville Cup is not far away. And Andrew Cues and I will be live trackside next Friday night for RSN and Talking Greyhounds. Good stuff, Simone. Thanks for coming in early again this morning. And uh, make sure you uh, enjoy the Shepparton Cup final tonight. I'm sure we will. It should be a great race. You'll hear it on RSN 927. We'll do it all again next week. We will. And until then... We will keep those tails wagging. We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au.